Very Radio Much Play presents the five people you meet in hell. This episode was recorded in front of a live studio audience. No, I'm afraid he's not quite here yet at the moment. I know the appointment's at 10.15. I know. I, I, I know. While you've been out there, you see how it all works. Nothing ever runs on time. I mean, just getting through rush hours like a living... <laughs> yes. That. Then again, it's not like we're on anybody's schedule. I'll give you a ring when he gets back. And... <gasps> oh, I think that might be him now, actually. Call you back. Uh, hello? Where the hell am I? What is this? A waiting Am I at the dentist? Fuck, I hate the dentist. Literally the worst. I don't even remember making an appointment. How did I get here? I don't remember anything. I must be stupid hungover. Hey there. Oh, shit. Is she talking to me? Uh, hey. Do I have an appointment? What if this isn't even the dentist? What if this is because of my taxes? Now that's the worst. You can sit in the couch if you're not quite ready yet. Just nudge Gary over a bit. He won't bite. <laughs> huh? Uh, oh, yeah, thanks. Don't bother oh, telling me um, what I'm here. If you want to know anything, just ask. <laughs> Sir, can I help you? Oh, Sir, are you okay? Would you like to check yes. in with me? Would you? <laughs> Howdy there, what are you here for? Shit, small talk. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't you like to know? Uh, yes I would, actually. You see, I'm a people person. Oh, uh, uh well then, uh, what do I do, what do I do, what do I do? What do, I do? <sighs> Sir, hi there. I am the receptionist. Can I help you? Kathy, calm your big old tits already. The men are talking. Um. Uh. That's Kathy. Don't mind her. She's always yap, yap, yapping away them sexy lips. Yeah, but. Uh. This is my third time here. I got me a bad heart, see? Let him try and make a stick this time. Good luck, Kathy. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> Right on. Stick it to the man. <laughs> I'd rather be sticking it to Kathy, if you know what I mean. In your end. <laughs> Gary, your caseworker will see you now. Woo! Wish me luck. Great. Now it's an empty waiting room. What now? Six, 
six, five. Oh, man. She's looking over here. She looks really angry. I haven't done anything wrong. Why are women always so angry? Why are women always so angry at me? Now serving number six, six, six. How's I supposed to take a number? I wish there was someone here to tell me what's going on. I should have asked here. Looking, looking around the room. No idea what I am doing here. Why do I wait so long? Oh, hell yeah, magazines. But we're so far away. Not worth it. I wonder if Cameron has to look I guess these pamphlets are within arm's reach. yourself at home. You just sprawled right out on that couch. That can't be comfortable. You'd be surprised how great a pillow Gary's ass groove makes. <laughs> Do you need help now? What? Oh, no, I'm fine. Totally fine. Alrighty then. You guys should really think about livening the place up with some, like, motivational kitten posters or something. <laughs> yeah, we'll take that into deep consideration. Hello? <laughs> where, where the hell do you come from? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. Is there someone I can speak to? Oh, I didn't see her silling me. I didn't even need to ask. I just had to look around. <laughs> w what do you mean? Hi. How can I help you? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm a, I'm a little confused. Uh, I thought maybe you could fill me in. Oh, absolutely. We've been expecting you, June. If you just take a seat... We'll get you to your caseworker in a quick jiff. What the shit? She's been here for two minutes. Um, excuse me? Yes? Is this some sort of feminism thing? Uh, you, you left me here overnight. Why does she get special treatment? There is exactly one sign in here. Since you clearly can't be bothered to read it, let me do it for you. 
Please check in with reception. So, Dave, are you finally checking in with reception? Guess so. I'm sorry, what? I guess so. Can you speak up, please? Yes. Yes, you can speak up, or yes, you're ready to check in. I'm ready to check in, goddammit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great, great. That's just great. Your caseworker will be with you in a moment. What, like, seriously, that's it? June, just head down the hall. You'll know the door. Thank you. What was that? Just another day at the office. Whatever you say. Yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been here for a while. Uh huh. Really? I'll send him in right away. Toodles. Your caseworker will see you now. Take this form with you. Actually, you might need the red one. Uh, where do I go? Down the hall. You'll know the door. Huh, okay. That's not cryptic at all. Thanks for all the help, Kathy. You're welcome, Dave. Oh, and by the way, my name's actually Sharon. You got an appointment? Oh, it's you. Welcome to hell, the local hotspot where Dave is doomed to spend all of eternity. Who's Dave, you ask? Just some guy. What did he do to warrant being sent to hell? Well, aside from having quite a few overdue library books, we just don't know. Yet. He's only gotten here and Dave's about to meet his caseworker. He's got Anya. <laughs> some luck. Poor bastard would be better off with a fire and brimstone treatment. Join us as we fill you in on all the details, all the juicy, juicy details. Friends will be lost, women will be scorned, souls down to hell. Dave, we've been expecting you. Have a seat. Okay. We were expecting you yesterday. Was there any reason why you were delayed? Receptionist sexism. Right. Did you bring your form with you? Here you go. Great. We're going to start going over some things here. Okay, the basics. First and last name. Dave Carolyn Hicks. Carolyn? Seriously? Yeah, that's me. And yes, that's my middle name. Mom was a big Neil Diamond fan. Right then. Date of birth, June 6, 1983? Correct. Moving right along, that's great. Okay, next up, date of death. Wait, whoa, what now? You're dead. Congratulations. And welcome to the afterlife. Okay, is your blood type A negative? Wait, 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 wait. I, I, I can't be dead. I have a date tomorrow. Well, I hope she's into necrophilia. No, how am I dead? You tell me. You're the one who went and died. Besides, that isn't on the form. Confidential. Can't you try to be a little bit more understanding? I just found out I'm dead. I could, but I don't want to. Where the hell am I? You're funny. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Back to business. How many overdue library books do you have? Seriously? That's a big one here. Uh, eight. People killed? Zero. Oh, good. Well, 
good, depending on how you look at it, I suppose. Underachiever, overachiever, we're all the same in hell. Average tip percentage? Does this say advice? You give advice as currency? Yeah, I mean, they, they ask for tips. <laughs> you are truly an awful person. <sighs> we'll come back to that. Here's the deal, Dave. You're dead, and you're in hell, and not just because you're a bad tipper. The big decision isn't up for debate, but how things play out in your new afterlife is. We're going to be taking a little journey, a trip down memory lane. You've done a lot of bad things, but we'll be going through what I like to call your greatest hits. Five of them, to be exact. Okay, and you're here to be my, what, guardian devil guide friend? We are not friends. I am not here to help you, so don't get the wrong idea. I am your caseworker, and once I'm through with your case, I am through with you, for all of eternity. Allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> Is my name. <laughs> but you can call me Anya. If you'll come to this door with me, we will begin. Come on, Dave, I'm gonna need you to keep up. We've got a lot of ground to cover and not a lot of time to do it in. Sorry, my leg's asleep from sitting at that desk while he went through all my paperwork. I can't believe you need all that in triplicates. It's policy. Plus that little fact that I'm dead, you know? Not exactly news to get me skipping through the daisies, go figure. Where are we going anyway? <sighs> Has anyone told you that you're a great listener? I don't think so. Good, because you're really, really not? Hurry up. What? Seriously? What? Memory lane? Does it actually say memory lane? I told you not five minutes ago that we were going down memory lane. I mean, sure, it probably seemed sarcastic and punny at the time, but I meant it quite literally. I mean most things quite literally. It saves time. Not that time matters, I suppose. We are here for all of eternity, after all. So, am I here to see anything other than implicit metaphorical street signs? Ahem. Welcome to Hell's very own Memory Lane. In just a moment, you will pass through our gates and begin the experience of an after-lifetime. Each door in this hallway leads to a different memory. You will experience not one, not two, but five of the events that directly led you to being damned to hell. In some cases, there may be more than five, and while we literally have an eternity, we're going to keep it at the minimum for now. You will follow my directions. None of the events that you relive will be alterable in any way, so please keep your arms and feet inside for the duration of the ride. Metaphorically speaking, of course. You will move where I tell you to move. You will not be able to speak, touch, or interact with anyone in your experience. You are a bystander, an observer to the past. These events will serve as an educational journey to help you come to terms with why you're here. Denial is a river in Egypt. Are you ready for your first experience? I don't understand. Why am I here? I'm a good guy. And Hitler was just super misunderstood. Oh, you can't seriously be comparing me to Hitler. Eh. What? what was that? What was that? Well, that eh noise. I am a good guy. We'll see. But let me tell you, I've been doing this for just shy of 700 years, and I've yet to meet someone who is just a good guy. Our intake's a real bitch. I don't think I like your tone. I don't think I like you. Whatever. Let's just go already. Behold! Door number one! What's behind door number one? The suspense is killing me! Or would be, if I wasn't already dead. Physically and in spirit. What, what do I do? 
Are you at all familiar with how doors work? Of course I am. That's great. Put that knowledge to use and open it. <sighs> is there like a manager or someone I could talk to, you know, uh, get a new caseworker or something? There is. She's a 12-foot-tall, fire-breathing scorpion with a coffee mug made of delicately carved human bone. It says number one boss. But actually, she's a little lacking in customer service skills, and she's on vacation. I really don't like you. The feeling's mutual. Have fun. All right, then. Where has the door taken Dave? What horrifying memories await him? Find out after this brief commercial break. It has survived in isolation for 65 million years. And it has evolved into the monster smash hit musical, Jurassic, Jurassic Bark. 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 Jurassic Bark is worse than its bites. Only in the forest do I feel free. Son, I just don't understand why you have no desire to be a lumberjack like me. Come on, Dad, trees aren't so bad. Yes, they are. With Tony Award-winning performances by Fug Aronson. I want to chop all the trees down. Go ahead and try and stop me now. Receiving <laughs> rave reviews from Virgen Ergen. Das ist Schlüssel. Standing atop the trees, so alive and free atop the canopy. It's just the redwoods and me, but unafraid of fall. Simply riveting, spellbinding. It will leave you breathless and barking for more. Jurassic Bark, instinctively flocking to a city near you. That's my house. This is where I grew up. My mom and I lived here until I went off to college. In the suburbs? No wonder you turned out evil. But how did we get here? This is just a segment of reality. Think of it like a bubble or something. A memory of what really happened. Or don't think at all. Just keep staring at a wall like you're doing now. I love this house. So many great memories here. My friend Maddie lived across the street. We used to play all the time. And she got super hot as a teenager. <sighs> If I wasn't dead, I'd totally look her up right now. I haven't thought about her in years. She had this totally boss treehouse, and in the treehouse had everything. How shocking. Oh, I lost my virginity in that treehouse. To Maddie? No, her best friend Katie. Why am I not surprised? So many good memories in that hood. I'm so happy for you. So, so why are we back here? I mean, I'm stoked. It looks exactly like I remember it. The old station wagon is in the driveway, so it could be about six or seven years old right now, tops. Something that this time helped Dammy to hell? It would appear so. <laughs> Whoa, tracking down kids for their sins now. Did you guys borrow Santa's naughty list or nice? Actually, Santa gets his list from us. Is that a joke? Red Soup watches kids while they're sleeping. He's got a summer home here. And why would you think that I'm joking? Do I strike you as a jokester? Yes, actually. You're hilarious. No, you are. By the way, why is everything frozen around us? We need to activate the memory to begin. Sometimes people need a moment or two to adjust to their surroundings and process where they are. Why is everything stuck in place but I can still hear birds and other stuff? That's weird. 
Right, because that's the weirdest thing happening to you right now. I'm just saying. Birds are different. They're unionized. Let's get on. <laughs> Let's get on with this memory. Action. Lynn, hi there. Hi. It is so good to see you and little David. <laughs> I know we're just across the street, but it feels like a gosh darn eternity since I've seen ya. Oh, and hello to you too, sweetie. Are you excited to play with Maddie today? I know she's excited to play with you. Yeah, we're going to play cops and robbers and play tag and play in my sandbox. Wow, you've got the whole day planned for you, too. You're going to have so much fun, Maddie. What do you say? Hi, David. Oh, look how happy she is to see him, Lynn. Oh, it's just so cute. Oh, what would we do if our children didn't like each other? Oh, well, we'd tell them to play nicely anyways, of course. They'll get their revenge on us when they have to boss their kids around someday. Huh? <laughs> oh, my God, that is so true. Oh, it's like a rite of passage. Our parents made us play with other neighborhood kids. Why can't our kids just suck it up? Thank goodness we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> David, why don't you and Maddie go play in the backyard? It's time for Mommy's Playdate, too, with my good friends Peace and Quiet and Vodka. <laughs> oh, Lynn, you're positively devilish. Mommy needs her sippy cup. <laughs> uh, Maddie, did you bring some of your toys to play with? No, David always takes more. Oh, don't worry, Maddie. I gotcha. I brought your favorite truck for the sandbox. I knew you wouldn't want to leave it at home. You're just so forgetful sometimes, silly. She probably gets that from me, because she certainly doesn't get the memory loss from drinking yet. <laughs> Mom! Jeez, Maddie, what's gotten into you? Nobody likes a drama queen, Missy. Okay, you two. You have three seconds to get out of here. There's going to be hell to pay. I love you, but I don't want to see you for the next few hours. Yay! Come on, Maddie, let's go. Uh... See? Completely happy. A normal kid. <laughs> What's there to go to hell about after this? Did you look at Maddie at all during that last little escapade? She was having a, an off day. Maddie got depressed a lot when we were kids. I think she started taking meds or something in high school for it. Like, honestly, I should actually be getting points for coming around and playing with her. Wow. Okay. You actually honestly think that. She was lucky I was playing with a girl at all. I was risking my little six-year-old reputation. Your rep stays with you in the burbs. You keep watching, hero, and tell me exactly how many points you think you should get once we're through. Pew, 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 Davy. I got you. You're dead. Oh, no! I am... I'm dead. It hurts. It hurts. The pain, the suffering. <laughs> I win. I beat you fair and square. I don't want to play this anymore. Besides, dummy, cops are supposed to win. They're the good guys, obviously. I just let you win. You just don't want to admit that you were beaten by a girl. You wish you could beat me. Girls rolling boys drill. Yeah. See what I'm talking about? I put up with that. Shut up. Shut up now or I'll show you your conception. <laughs> Let's go play in the sandbox. Okay, do you want to build a sand castle? Yeah, but let's play with your truck first. 
I don't know. Stop being such a baby. Not being a baby. Well, let's stop acting like one. Why do we always have to play with my things? It's my truck. We'll play with it when I say so. Yours is so much better than mine. My mom just bought the cheapest one at Lulzmart. Yours has a scoop thingy that actually works. What's the matter? We do all the digging anyways. So what? I want to play with your truck. Hey, Davey, what are you doing to your truck? Just you wait. Mommy! What's going on? Are you okay? <laughs> she, she, she brought my truck. I did not. She said I was stupid. And then she smashed it really hard. You're a big fat stinking liar. Why would she do that to my truck, Mommy? I hate you, David. Now, now, there's no need to get mean. <laughs> what is going on over here? Oh, you know, kids, Mary, it seems they got a bit aggressive and Maddie broke Davy's toy truck. Madeline Lily McDonald. Why on earth would you do such a thing? But I didn't. Why would Davy break his own truck, baby girl? Because his truck is better. Mm. Or my truck is better. Because my truck is better. Mm-hmm. That's the story you're going with, huh? It's not a story. It's the truth. Well, Maddie, I think you owe Davy an apology. But... No buts, Maddie. You know what else this means? I didn't do anything! L listen, Maddie. Your story just doesn't add up, sweetheart. I know you probably didn't mean to break the truck, but you did. Accidents happen... And it's important that we try to make up for our mistakes, even when it's not necessarily our fault that they happened. I know it's your favorite toy, but I think we need to leave your truck here with Davy to just to show him just how sorry you are. Well, I will hate you forever for this, Davy. Forever. <laughs> How do we get back into your office? Wow, Dave, what a little asshole. <laughs> Seriously, you were the poster child for birth control. Did anyone ever approach you or your mom for an endorsement deal? <laughs> but really, this is one of my five things that damn me to hell. We were kids. Isn't there some sort of under 18 rule that applied? No. <laughs> That's it. Just no? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's all there is to it, or what? Maddie remembered that moment for the rest of her life. Let me show you. On this week's episode of HTV's Such Hoarding, we visit the home of Madeline McDonald in what may be the most extreme, extreme home we've encountered since the program's debut back in 2010. Join us, if you will, as we squeeze through the narrow canyon of boxes that fills her foyer. What could they possibly contain? Perhaps we'll find out when we reach the living room, which is stacked to the ceiling with toys. Dolls, stuffed animals, plastic figurines, board games, and a surprisingly large collection of vintage toy trucks, all indelibly labeled as property of Madeline McDonald, thereby significantly diminishing their potential resale value. Tell me, Madeline, when did this all begin? What drives this extreme behavior? This extreme need to have all of these things? 
My therapist says that it, it dates back to the time of the traumatic, toxic friends I had growing up. Well, friend, really, in the singular form. I had a really normal childhood in the suburbs with loving parents, picturesque, and just exactly where you'd want to raise your family. I had a treehouse and a tree and everything, a supportive mother who saw the best in everyone, and wonderful school friends. I had this neighbor, and our moms were best friends, so they would get together all the time to relax and have some Kool-Aid, if you know what I mean, and leave us to play. He'd always steal my toys, or find some way to make, the, what, make sure that they became his toys. I never got to keep anything. Nothing was mine. He was really manipulative of me. His mother, my mother, everyone around him, really. That sounds like such a trigger. Wow. And to be so in tune with those memories. I'm so sorry you experienced all of that. Clearly had a permanent and lasting effect on me. We can't help the things that have an impact on our lives. We just have to find ways to push forward and keep on living. He was in my life until he finally left for college. It was like a weight had been lifted from my shoulders. I never knew how he really affected me until he was gone. I spent so many years after that trying to compensate for the childhood memories and that he ruined for me. And now, here I am. We're going to help you through this, Maddie. Maddie? That's what he called me. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> there, there. No. Everything is, is going to be okay. Oh, there's something else. Oh, well, okay. Tell us when you're ready. It's all part of the healing process. He slept with my best friend in my treehouse. My treehouse! I just want to forget all of this. Can you help me? Will Madeline be able to heal? Will our team be able to clean up her home and her life and help her find the peace she needs to move forward? We'll be right back after this commercial break. Will Madeline ever recover? Does Dave even care? And what relevance does it have to the plot? Find out after this short break. You! I want a Balthazar, and I buy you souls. If you have old relatives, old acquaintances, the recently lobotomized, sell me their old souls and I'll give you cash. If you have anyone who can't read the fine print, bring them to me and I'll give you cash. I love souls. Bring me your souls and I'll give you cash, wealth, unimaginable power in exchange for the immortal being of someone you hold dear. Don't worry about their treatment. They'll spend an eternity in pain and torment so you can hold a sliver of pleasure on the mortal plane. Joseph? Joseph, are you there? Sorry, Auntie Gertrude. Joseph wanted a 1998 Honda Civic and he's gonna get it. Oh, God, why? Because I'm the cash man. I give you money for your souls. Oh, yeah, I'm the cash man. I give you money for your soul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? This is on me? Isn't this her problem? You are such an asshole. We were kids. Greedy, greedy, greedy. What are you writing? Aren't you supposed to be helping me? 
Look, I don't want to go to hell because I did something dumb when I was six. I'm your caseworker. Aren't caseworkers meant to help? No. Perfect. Everyone's actions affect the people around them. Your actions throughout your childhood were a catalyst for Madeline's problems for the rest of her life. Sure, you're right, that is her problem, but it still doesn't change the fact that you were a goddamn awful child. You watched that memory. I know you did. I saw you watch it. Are you trying to tell me that you think what you did was excusable because you were children? You had a mother and a father. Sure, your parents were divorced, but that didn't negatively impact you. You were shitty for the sake of being shitty. You took her down with you because you could. We were kids. My brain wasn't fully developed. It was a goddamn toy. Did your brain ever fully develop? Where are you going? My shift is over. We're done for the day. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. Sleep? See the sights? Make some friends? I really don't care what you do. Be back here tomorrow morning at 0700 hours promptly. And if I'm not here? The fact that you can't personally understand the sounds in my name should probably be some indication that you don't want to see me in a bad mood. Your mood gets worse. Show up late and find out. Tomorrow, 7 a.m. Great. What awaits Dave on his remaining four trips down memory lane? Was Dave really mean to some kittens? Did he slap an old lady in public? Did he give a bear some alcohol in a national park? Who even knows? Anya does, and she'll fill Dave and us in along the way. Join us next time as Dave soaks in the bathtub of brutality, lounges in the cabana of cadavers, dives into the chasm of chaos, and finds out what it means to be damned the fiery pits of hell for all eternity. <laughs> Come for the story. Stay to enjoy the misery of others. All this and more on the next episode of The Five People You Meet in Hell. Very Radio Much Play, VRMP, is a non-profit production company co-founded and produced by Stephanie Cook, Emily Milling, and Lily Mills. VRMP, The Five People You Meet in Hell, is made possible by donations and support from people like you. Please visit vrmp.ca slash donate to help keep our show a reality. Want to advertise with us? Send an email to info at vrmp.ca and we can create a hell-themed ad for you. This episode was directed by Lily Mills, script by Stephanie Cook with Billy Seguire and Lily Mills, additional writing support by Craig Webster, Jen Walker, Joey Matthews, Alice Quinn, Nikki Alfaro, Brandy Dolly, and James Cooper. Voices by Steve Shanahan, Adelina Pfeiffer, Pam Pilkington, Richard Twang, Matthew Jenkins, Lily Mills, Stephanie Cook, and Emily Milling. Music by Emily Milling, Jenny Tang, and Steven Spears. Live sound mixing and effects by Lily Mills. Podcast production and editing by Emily Milling. (laughs) 